Hey, my name is Tiffany Vaughn, and I'm on a mission to help regular people like me find their voice and then use it for lifting themselves and others up around them. I'm a small town mom to three kiddos with my hubby James, and man, have we been dealing with a lot. But isn't everyone? I lovingly call it our hard, beautiful journey, and I bet that yours is too. In season one, I tossed the bricks from my shoulders that were weighing me down. Bricks that represented shame, embarrassment, regret, loss, you name it, I was feeling it. I am now taking those bricks and building up a stronger foundation for myself and our family. I've created this safe space for me and you to open our hearts and our minds and to use our voices to help others know they are not alone in their struggles. Mental health, marriage and divorce, infertility, parenting, and some soul journey work are all topics that we discuss here. Let's be real for a minute. Life can definitely be hard, but it can also be so dang beautiful. Am I right? So pull up a cozy seat, grab your beverage of choice, and join me as I help others talk about their hard, beautiful journey. I know they will inspire you as much as they inspire me. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. I'm back. I know. Where the heck have I been for the past two, two and a half months? I will tell you all about that on this episode for sure. It has been an interesting time. And like I've always said, I am going to be real. I'm going to be honest. And I'm going to tell you exactly what has been going on in my life, the good and the not so good. But before I do that, I want to read a review that I just got from uh, the user is called T dot and I do believe I know who it is. And it's titled beautiful and inspiring. I've been in the same social group with you a couple times now. My cousin knows you and I found out about your podcast while recently socializing. I'm a big believer in digging deep in your soul, mental health and finding your own path in life. And I love opportunities to grow emotionally. Things happen in mysterious ways, and I don't think it was a coincidence that I found you. I have only listened to one podcast episode so far, and I am already so inspired and think this is amazing. I can't wait to keep listening. Thank you for this service to help people. Thank you so much for this review. I am, yeah, I don't even know what the words are. I'm so honored every single time somebody leaves a review good or bad, just because I know that you've taken the time to listen to the content. And, and if it helps you even better, that's the reason why I'm doing this. So thank you again so much for that review. All right, on to what has been happening in my life since the last episode aired. Well, back in July, it was about July I think 22nd or something like that, where I published the last episode with Jason Matthews. And I had every intention of completing season three with episode 50 on July 31st, and then start season four uh, at the beginning of September. But uh, the universe and God or what, whoever had way different plans for me because it was almost impossible for me to remotely even think about podcasting with some of the stuff that's gone on. So 
I guess what I'll start with is on July 25th, and that was a Sunday. And this was the first of why I stopped podcasting for a bit. Um, I was out playing slow pitch, and I was up to bat, and I had what I'm just going to call a very, very painful and painful (laughs) knee injury. I completely dislocated my knee uh, while I was batting and fell to the ground immediately, and it was a very traumatic injury to my knee. I had actually done this to both of my knees over 20 years ago when I was playing very competitive slow pitch. So I knew immediately as soon as it started to happen that that is what was taking place. And but this time it my knee did not go back into place as quickly as the last two times and that is why it's been a lot more catastrophic, I guess, to the area and it's taken a really long time to heal. I'm at about eight weeks right now post-injury and there are still some days where it's just still not good, but I absolutely am making progress. Um, But if you know or know anybody who's had an injury, a sports injury, any kind of injury, but especially when playing sports and playing a sport that you love, as much as I love playing ball, uh, the fact that you can no longer play ball that season for sure, and maybe even going forward, it can take a real toll on your mental state and your happiness and or lack of after that. I was in quite a bad, um, not depression, but just sad, very sad that I couldn't uh, move around like I was or um, didn't have the the energy or the motivation to do some of the things that I love to do, like podcasting for one of them. Um, my podcasting studio is downstairs in my office and getting down the stairs to my office was not an easy feat. So I didn't even bother attempting to think about podcasting as soon as it happened. I was also on some pretty, uh, yeah, pretty intense um, painkillers for a bit there. And you would not have wanted to have me record anything during that time. That's for sure. I do want to give a shout out to my ball team because they are amazing. And as soon as it happened, they like took amazing care of me, amazing care of me. And they knew that it was a pretty bad injury. And, and I'm just so grateful for them being there and just, yeah, holding, holding me up when I was not able to do that, uh, while I was laying in the batter's box. So thank you team. I'm super, super grateful. After that injury happened, uh, like I said, I was not in the mood to do much of anything. Uh, I I did a lot of laying around. Um, I did a lot of reading, which was really good. But about a week into my recovery from this um, injury, I got a call that absolutely nobody wants to get. Nobody. And it was a call from my mom 
saying that my brother was um, overdosing. And <clears throat> yeah, um, she sent me a couple of texts um, and a, a photo and a video of him and asked if, you know, if she should take him to emergency, which I said, yes, like absolutely take him right now. Uh, he wasn't looking well at all. And just as a disclaimer, I have um, gotten full permission from my brother to talk about some of what I'm going to talk about because he does, he does want people to know about this kind of stuff. Everybody obviously knows that this happens, but hearing it from someone like me who has gone through it firsthand, um, it might help somebody. So he, he wants me to talk about some of it. I actually want to have him on my show one day to talk about his own journey and how he's made it through. And I hope and pray that one day he'll be able to do that himself and that it won't be me talking about his story. Um, because I know that he could inspire a lot of people with, with, uh, his story for sure. So anyway, um, August 2nd, I got a, the call from my mom that he was ODing and I hopped in my car very, very fast. I live about three, three and a half hours away from where they live. And I cried the entire way there, the entire way. I couldn't really imagine life without my brother. Um, I, yeah, I just, uh, um, yeah, it was hard. It was very, very, very hard. So by the time I got to Medicine Hat, uh, they had take my mom had taken him into emergency and they had administered naloxone, as I think is how you would pronounce it, um, and sent him on his way, which is what you do, I guess. And, um, but with, you know, the caveat that you're going to need to watch him because it only has a certain lasting effect. I think it's like 45 minutes or something like that. So we took him back to my parents' house and kept an eye on him. And sure enough, within an hour, he was in pretty bad shape again. And, um, the drug that he was overdosing on was fentanyl and it was not the street fentanyl. It was the uncut fentanyl, which is extremely potent. The only thing that we can think of that saved his life, a couple things. I do, I do know that he had some angels looking out for him. Um, but the other thing is that he is on Suboxone, which um, is another opiate that counteracts or helps um, addicts not want to have opiates as much. And so that was in his system. And that is also what helped him not die that day. But like I said, we, we brought him home. It started wearing off again. And so we, we kept an eye on him and made sure that he was fine. There was a moment during all this that I knew that I wanted to talk about after it happened, 
because like I've always said, um, life can be really, really hard some days. Um, but it can also be so freaking beautiful. And so we were sitting at my parents out on the front step, front porch area. And this area, Medicine Hat, had been experiencing quite a bad drought uh, with very, very little rain. And while we were sitting out on the front step with my mom and dad and my brother, it started pouring rain, absolutely pouring rain. And my brother, Corey, went out onto the grass and took off his shirt and then proceeded to go to the street and started dancing in the rain. And all I kept thinking was, he looks so happy and so free. Um, and he kept saying, come dance, come dance, come dance. And But my knee was not doing so well, so it was hard for me to get around. But something inside of me just kept saying, go dance and go dance with your brother. So I hobbled my way out there. My mom actually recorded it all on video. And uh, I hobbled my way out there. And my brother and I proceeded to dance in the rain. And that is a memory, honestly, I will never, ever, ever forget for the rest of my life. After we danced, we went across the street. My parents live across the street from a school. And so we went and laid on the grass at the schoolyard. And just my brother and I. And we held hands and we prayed very, very hard and let the rain pour on us. He let the rain pour on us and said how much we loved each other and that he was going to be okay and that I was there for him. When we got up to go back in the house, we looked around and there were quite a few of uh, my parents' neighbors also walking or playing or dancing in the rain. It was the coolest thing. It was like we invited them all out to enjoy what God had just given us. And it was an amazing moment and a beautiful moment for sure. Um, yeah, so that with my knee has been what has been going on um, there's been a lot more stuff with my brother and trying to get him into treatment and detox and all of that stuff also in the month of August. And so it's just, there's been a lot going on um, in my personal life, in, with my family. And sometimes you just need to admit when you aren't able to do something for a while and to just step back and breathe and take care of yourself before taking care of other people and helping other people. And that is a hard thing for me to admit sometimes because I, I always feel like I need to be doing something, helping someone, serving someone. And sometimes I really just need to remember that I need to actually take care of myself 
as well in this thing called life. And yeah, so that is where I've been for the last two and a half months. Going forward into season four, I know in the last few episodes of this season, I've I've talked about uh, the coaching that I've been working on and all of that good stuff. And that is absolutely still going to be happening. But during all of these trials and situations that have happened over the last few months, last three months, I have really thought about, really thought long and hard about having my podcast be somewhere where people can listen to stories about mental health um, and trauma and how people have gotten through those hard, beautiful journeys that um, can help inspire others to know that there is light. There is a way out of the struggles. I hope that me saying what I've just gone through over the last couple months is an inspiration as well that, yeah, some crappy things happen in life and can knock you down. And it sure as hell did knock me down again. Um, but I'm here again. I'm back. And I know without a doubt, it's because I'm always talking and wanting people to know what's going on in my life so that I can, I can get their help. I can get inspiration from them. I can, I don't know how else to say it other than I know that I'm not alone when I use my voice and I ask for help somebody is always there for you, somebody. And don't ever stop looking for that light. It's always going to be there. So coming up in season four, which hopefully will launch uh, middle of October, I have some really exciting guests already lined up. But something that is really exciting for me just kind of started percolating a few weeks ago is my cousin, James Carson, who was on episode 20 of season two. He is actually going to be co-hosting some episodes with me, some interviews, and I am so bloody excited about that. Him and I are very, very big advocates for mental health and trauma and just helping people that go through these struggles know that they're not alone and and just know that they're they have support that people are there for them and we have such a great uh relationship he is one of my besties and one of the smartest guys i know he brings so much knowledge to this podcast that, yeah, you guys are just going to be amazed by him. So yes, I can't wait to introduce you formally to my co-host for some episodes, James Carson. And who knows, this might lead into a permanent thing, right, James? You just never know. (laughs) So Anyway, that is a wrap for season three. Finally, <laughs> thank you all for being so patient with me. 
I can't believe that I have actually done 50 podcast episodes now with this this one finishing out season three. 50, five, zero. What the heck? I was just hoping I would get to five and here we are at 50. So I would not be doing this without all of your support and all of the encouragement that I've been receiving over the past year and a bit. And you can bet that I will continue to do this all the time if it is helping somebody out there, if it is encouraging somebody. I just want you to always remember that even though life is hard, it can be really, really, really hard. There are so many moments where it is so incredibly beautiful and I hope to be that person to help you remember that. Until next time and next season, please be kind and stay well. Bye-bye.